welcome to episode 105 of Kaiju Curry House. My name is Connor, and we're joined by Paul Williams. And today we are going to be talking about Godzilla 2014. Um, but before all that, Paul, what have Kaiju been up to? <laughs> Hi, Connor. Um, I haven't been up to a massive amount, unfortunately. Um, the only kaiju thing, not really a kaiju, dinosaur thing I've seen is I finally watched Tammy and the T-Rex, which oh, I know dear. Joe raved about for some reason because my wife gave up she could not stand the film <laughs> um it's easy to see why i had a, a few lemonades and managed to see it through to the end but i think you've really got to be I don't know what frame of mind you need to be in to enjoy this film it's I, it was so stupid so so stupid i'm the only one uh, who hasn't seen it yet but um from what i've seen the clips oh. i've seen it looks mm, yeah it looks it just... is it is something else I, mean, I didn't i think joe said they filmed it in a weekend maybe mm. i mean and i'd easily believe that they obviously had a lot of fun do, doing it because it is that stupid i mean there's this one scene where um where the t-rex he crashes the party and like kills some people and then he sees someone he knows one like someone who was nice to him so he just goes over to him picks him up off the floor and brushes his shoulder <laughs> I even imagine a T-Rex with those little arms just kind of picking someone up and just it was like I'm I'm what? just I'm just curious how uh um Paul Walker and uh was it Denise Richards? Denise Richards, yeah. yeah. Um how do they put that on their CV when they <laughs> like uh you know like this is like their first movie, I think, is it not? Like it, um, it must be pretty early in their career. I mean Paul yeah. Walker looks so young. Yeah, it's like uh Paul Walker, you know, Denise Richards, yeah. Um, I could just imagine these virtues like getting the addition for like Starship Troopers or something. It's like, oh yeah, I was in a gory monster movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Oh god. Um, so but, uh, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe watch that sometime. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. If if yeah. you were to watch it, I would suggest being in the right frame of mind and perhaps surrounding yourself with some friends to all have a good laugh at it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, make sure they know what they're getting in for. Yeah. Not to mention, times are a bit hard at the moment. So if you can't get a physical copy, um, I'm not saying pirate, but <clears throat> anyway, move, moving on. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, it recently got a Blu ray release, didn't it? And I think that's how it came it about. We started talking went, about it. They went all out on that Blu ray release for some reason, you know, like as if like that seems to be a trend of late. You know, they'll, like, they'll get like really crappy movies, it's a cult just... classic. And they'll just uh, package them in like nice packaging, you know. And somehow this this uh, this works, you know. Like, uh, oh, I mean, dear. there's obviously a demand for it. Mm -hmm. People like Joe must have seen it, obviously, perhaps when it came out or shortly after, and they loved it. Yeah, and I thought, um, yeah, this is <laughs> this is quality '90s films. If if only Joe was here to see this, your reaction to this. Oh yeah, I know he'll be he'll be listening to this and just yeah. having a right. He, he's he's in another place right now. But... <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so that's the only kaiju, which as I said isn't even kaiju, but that's the only thing that we've discussed that I've then looked at. But there has been some kaiju news that I'll just I'll throw out now before I throw it your way. Um, how to kill monsters? That's been fully funded. So Ooh. we had. Um, director and lead actress on in episode 103 if you didn't if you didn't listen go check that out now um 
They were very lovely guests. They were great. Way. I mean, you get to hear about um, was it gore carrot um, blood cannons or whatever yeah. we call. <laughs> Sounds very interesting. It's gonna be a very gory film. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, other than that, my copy of Dawn of the Monsters has shipped the physical um, copy mm. from Limited Run. So I don't know how that takes to get from the States, but mm. hopefully by the end of October that'll arrive. I saw a trailer for Godzilla vs. Gigan Rex. Which yes. I, I thought that was a fake, but it, no. it seems to be an official Godzilla Fest um, mini film. Is it, yeah. is, it, is it Toho? Is it produced by Toho or just like sanctioned? They've allowed it. So I think what happened is, so um, if you remember the history, um, there was originally a short called G versus G, right? Yeah. Um, which I believe was just like a, a fan animation made by a, a group of people, you know, which by the way, looks really great, by the way. You know, even though it was only what, like five minutes long or something like that. Anyways. Um, I think what happened um, not long afterwards was uh, Toho, for once, actually decided to make an official Godzilla short. Um, okay. So that's why we're getting the, the second one, which is Godzilla vs. Gargan Rex. And um, if you've watched the uh, the teaser for it, um, if Gigan didn't look like a, a giant chicken already, this <laughs> new Gigan design, which is like completely like fleshy colored, it's like, yeah, he's a chicken now. So, oh dear. But, yeah, uh, cyborg chicken. Cyborg chicken. You know, we'll, we'll just say, we'll just call Gigan a chicken just to annoy the Godzilla fans who call him a space dinosaur. But, um, oh dear. Okay, well, that's cool because last year we had the Godzilla versus Hedora short, didn't we? That was, that was literally like four and a half minutes. Yeah, but it, it was cool to see a, a little short. So I'm guessing same for this year. Um, I will say with that header of short, um, it's great to see the final war suits again. Um, <laughs> they got it out of storage because they used it for all of ten seconds. Yeah, I like I like the panning shot that it has, where it's just mostly buildings that you see you can't really see. Yeah, the, yeah. The kind of seeing, there's this huge battle, but all we're seeing is a building as the camera slowly pans across. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, it's, they don't want to show the the final war suits falling apart. That's what you know. <laughs> oh bless them! Yeah. I'm sure they must hold up reasonably well. Which um, is funny because uh, when they shot Godzilla's Hedera, the Godzilla suit in that film was already falling to bits at that <laughs> point. So it's it's suppose it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Ultraman! The final season is coming to Netflix next spring. Yeah, I watched season one. I haven't watched season two. Mm. I'll probably just binge season two and three together because I did like season one. Yeah, but you didn't, did you? No, I, didn't. Uh, I don't. I don't think you or Joe did. <laughs> no, I don't even know um, if Alex watched it, but I I liked it. I think it's just more a case of like I'm more used to like the traditional Ultraman yeah, than the exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think what they did was uh, they the magic is gone. Uh, Paul, they removed all the magic. <laughs> I never know? knew that. I I don't know about the magic, so I'm <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, I never had. I'll never miss. And, you know, it's just like you just expect. You know, like a guy with a device to turn into a giant and go swatch. But um, you know, nope, no. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but I will watch Shin Ultraman when that comes out, and that's going to be is is that out yet? That's coming um, out soon, right? 
It's getting a, an international release. So yeah, it, is it this it, year? Yeah, uh, yeah, this year. So, okay, uh, oh, it's got to be soon then. Yeah, they've they've shown it a couple of film festivals, as far as I know already. Um, I think it premiered in LA a couple of days ago as well. So um, just keep an eye on that because hey, who knows? If it's in the UK, that'll be great. You know? Yeah, if, if there's not, any cinemas open. If not, um, just import the Japanese uh, 4K, I guess, whenever that comes out, or um, other uh, dubious means. But um... yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, one last thing I saw was Super Seven, who have been throwing out some merchandise. Now you've, you've probably seen it, but there is the um, 1,200 degrees Celsius Godzilla where he's melting. It just—he's got half—he's got half a face, and I think you can change his head so it's just skull. And then he's got what some skeleton showing on his chest. Is it? There's like flesh melted away. Yeah, yeah, usually when flesh does melt away, there is a skeleton. Yeah, but uh, it's it's at the, the front, isn't it? Is it anywhere else on the... I can't remember the toilet like now. Sorry, um, model. I think it's mostly just the front. It's just the front where I think you're seeing the skull, and I think the rest is just the flames, like the burning of the flames. Mm. Um, he's $85. So Which, that's... I would say that would be sixty five pound, but uh, <laughs> yeah, because would have been would have been thanks. Uh, Damn you, trust. Damn you, trust. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, and we and we've also got um, destroyer as destroyer well. as well at one hundred and ten, so a bit more. Um, does come with some like the the little destroyer crab things, mm. and again two different heads. So, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. And if the exchange rate was what what it was five years ago, <laughs> that would have been fine. But what it is from the last few weeks, no, not a chance. No, no. Um, so much for not making this podcast political. <laughs> yes, sorry, sorry. Um, but what what you might not have seen, or it hasn't been as um, perhaps widely advertised, is they're doing some Halloween masks. Yes, yeah. There's, there's Godzilla, Hedorah, and Mecha Godzilla, and they're just. It's just, it's just like a flat, I don't know if it's plastic, it looks like, like a cheap flat plastic mask. Um, yeah. And it's $60 for the set. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It, uh, for comedy value, like $20, I would have been like, yeah, whatever. But 60 oh, no, can't, yeah. can't do that. Like, is this funny, like, though. is this like a an adult a Halloween costume? Yeah, I it, don't, yeah. I don't quite, I don't, that's it, I don't think a kid would, would know them or, or care that much. And the adult, probably wear it for a party for fun but you'd need the whole costume you, you don't just wear a mask true um but then again in the uk i suppose halloween is but, as big as sorry yeah States, so, yeah we don't celebrate yeah. it no to that um, you know degree yeah oh. but hey in the states i hope there's loads of kids and adults running around as godzilla and mecha godzilla and you know having lots of fun in their neighborhood mm -hmm. eating up the candy and and stuff yep um <laughs> But yeah. right, that's 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 me kaiju'd out. Um, Connor, what have kaiju been up to? Well, Joe, uh, did I just call you Joe? <laughs> you did just call me Joe. Nice cup oh. of Joe there. Nice cup. It's actually yeah. tea. But, oh. uh, <laughs> well, Paul, um, the uh, um, as I have mentioned in the last few podcasts, I have been reading a certain series. Yes, a certain series <laughs> that involves <laughs> a big shark. Um, and I've recently finished reading the uh, the third book, uh, Meg Primal Waters, right? And I've since then bought the remaining three books, 
Right. They must be good if you keep buying them. Yeah, no, I'm it's see the thing is <laughs> they're very like cheesy books. It's almost like uh, a 90s action movie as a as a book series. That's okay. basically the, the Meg series in a nutshell, right? Um and I'm just very curious as to where Jason Statham's character in these books goes, you know, at this is, point. Uh, so is it the same lead character in all the all books? Yeah. Does the, he keep being chased by this shark? Is it, is it Jules? Is um, it's after this guy. Right. So in the first book, uh, 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 is people really going to care if I spoil the Meg, honestly? Oops, but, yeah, spoilers for the Meg series. Right. Uh, so they kill the shark in the first book. Um, it has a baby, right? <laughs> yeah. Sign. And and the baby is the main villain of the next couple of books. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this happens. Uh, it's probably genetically got the memory of its of its mum to hate Jason Statham. But the funny thing is, is that um, each book, there's always a time jump, right? So I think our main character is like in his late, late 30s in the first book. Yeah. There's a 10-year jump in the second book, and then there's an 18-year jump oh. in the third book. So he's like 68 or something in the third book. So I'm just curious. How old is he going to be? When we get to Meg Six, is he going to be like a seventy-year-old? Just you know? oh, wow! Man. I mean, that's that's crazy. This could they be prequels? The future books? I don't. Well, he well, can't be that old and still on the water, surely. Well, the the next book, which is coming out, allegedly, uh, Steve Alton, Stevie Boy, has said that uh, it's going to be the last one. But with the films coming out, I don't think so. You know, I think he's going to keep going. Do you reckon? So, oh, it sounds like there's enough Meg to go around, though. So even when, yeah. the, when the film comes out, then they can just check out his existing library rather than him write yet mm. another book. Yeah. So as a result, so um, I have now moved on to the next book, which is The Land That Time Forgot by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Hey. Yeah. Aha, I caught you out there, didn't I? No. Um, <laughs> So um, I decided to take a break from the Meg series of all this stuff. They're, they're on standby when they get back back to them, pretty much. You know, like, uh, but um, I held a Twitter poll basically saying, well, what other books um, should I read? So I picked The, the Land That Time Forgot, which was released in 1918. So just not long after the First World War ended. So this book's almost 100 years old at this point, right? And... Uh, it's uh, it's actually not too bad, actually. So it's a very interesting story to read. You know, there was released as three uh, books, and uh, it's been compiled into like one volume, uh, mm. pretty much. Um, uh, it's uh, how to explain it. Um, there's a lot. It's it kind of shows his age. It's almost like a time capsule because it kind of shows the American attitudes towards the Germans. Well, yeah, that's it because it was, as you say, over a hundred years ago now. So some of the the writing is going to be a little bit, not not like completely off, but you just notice things, don't you? Like, oh, don't really say it like that anymore. Yeah. Um, what is funny is the main character is a pet dog called Nobs. Oh and, yeah, uh, love Nobs. Yeah, I love Nobs too. He's a great character. <laughs> the only time I can say Nobs is with a straight face. <laughs> um, but. Um, yeah, I got. I've gotten to what chapter five now, and they've just killed a plesiosaur, and I've made steaks out of them. So, excellent. Um, 
nice yeah. and tasty yeah nice tasty nutritious plesiosaur so um they even like go into details like they made steaks they made a broth out of the plesiosaur. Well, we need to know what they did <laughs> it's just like uh oh man I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to see what happens in the rest so, of the book and so is this still the first the first part or is this now the second Th part? this is this is still part one but one um, okay yeah we have to keep in mind as well, because this was written 100 years ago almost, um, it's written in a way that is kind of hard to read at times. I'm just going to be honest. Like, if anyone's ever read, say, like, H.G. Wells or Arthur Conan Doyle stuff, you'll know that type of writing pretty much. Although I will say that Edgar Rice Burroughs is a bit easier to read than uh, Arthur Conan Doyle or H.G. Wells. Um, but um, other than that, I also uh, got this book called um attack of the black scorpions this is a brand Whoa, new look at that this is a brand new book by the way um it's a it's a very short uh trashy poppy book um, perfect um it's um it's supposed to be like a return to those uh those cheap uh sort of giant bug books pretty much so um yeah um so i'm looking forward to reading that um what's interesting is is that um there's actually the front page of it has like basically a list of all the characters that are going to appear in the book right and they use 3d renders to represent these characters right and uh there's something else i'm not going to spoil for you you'll have to buy the book yourself to figure <laughs> and you will know exactly what i'm talking about um so yeah so those are the two books that i've got at the moment um and uh, also, in other news, um, the uh, the UK is getting a certain 4K release recently that um, uh, came out of nowhere, pretty much. And uh, Studio Canal is releasing a 4K version of King Kong 1976. So that's the one with uh, Jeff Bridges in it, for those who don't know, um, which um, has a nice uh, steelbook that's coming out. Uh, as well to to go with it, which is about thirty pounds. Ideally, it should be twenty five, but hey, we live in the tough times, unfortunately. Um, anyways, um, so this includes both the original theatrical cut as well as the uh, two hour extended TV cut that was only shown in America. Um, give or take what you will, which version of the film you prefer. Prefer, but um, yeah, so it's like a, a nice little uh, collection of like uh two versions of the same film pretty much um and um now uh, granted of course in america um they already released this as a 2k uh, blu-ray by the way um which of course i could have bought but um because of import fees you know it's just not worth the price so the fact that we are getting a quite affordable 4k version which has the same uh, features. I just want to say, ha 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 ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so nicely put. Listen, we've as Kaiju fans, we've had to struggle with importing DVDs yeah. for so long. It's nice to get <laughs> revenge of some sort, but uh, oh well. But anyways, uh, that's um. Is that what you've been up to? That's all I've been up oh. to, Paul. I can't wait to hear what you think of you know, the the, uh, the land that time forgot because I th I found it really good. Mm. I have to yes. say, um, and just the way each story told a different 
part of the story then they all came together it was just it was different so different perhaps because it's 100 years old but it was um yeah it was, it was very refreshing yeah so I've um, got, of course knobs as well but <clears throat> and yeah knobs um yeah the, the the vast part is goes in a completely different direction to where i was expecting yeah uh, in a good I, way though yeah i can't wait to read it but, yeah. um... <laughs> you will you will it just yeah you need to take a break from the meg so definitely oh go for something different right so we need to discuss Godzilla 2014 yes but let's take a quick break first and then come back hello and welcome back to episode 105 of kaiju curry house it's myself paul over with connor and we're going to discuss godzilla 2014 it's been a while now since 2014 yeah wow eight years old yeah and that was the start of the monsterverse well was it uh, i think well, uh I think it was supposed mm. to be like a one-off and because of success it's like well hey, that was yeah so it it obviously went very well much better than 98 did so well, you know well well done america for for doing better second time round um now i say doing better i don't want to hate on the film but the problem i had is the first reveal not even the the, the film of the pre pre that the the concept piece that gareth Edwards released at comic-con which must have been at least two years prior, I want to say, probably. I remember it was only shown to the audiences, but somehow it leaked online, and so we could all see it. Yeah. And um, it was that absolutely epic tone piece where we saw destroyed buildings. We saw, uh, I think there was like a train and like corpses everywhere. There was a kaiju's, I don't know where, it looked like a centipede or something, and all scorch marks around it. There's um, also the uh, the Oppenheimer. The whole Oppenheimer quote, quote was kind of going through the whole thing, um, and then you just saw lots of smoke and kind of Godzilla's shadow and the, and his that roar for the first time. And I saw that and I got shivers. That was like, oh, this is amazing! <laughs> someone someone knows exactly what they're doing. I cannot wait for this film. And then the trailer came along, and similar tone. It was seemed quite dark. We had Brian Cranston giving you know an amazing performance. Like it was like it was um is that scene where he's like banging you know what have you, what happened to my wife or you know I know what you've done there and it just it seemed like it was gonna go because this is gonna be a force of nature he is just gonna be like pure evil he's gonna you yeah. know it's the the sins of our sins of man is gonna just like yeah he's gonna well, come and destroy us it's not even just that they've rendered CG scenes of Godzilla just for that trailer oh did well. they yeah yeah like um. You know that bit in the film where it's like uh, people are going to this bunker and the doors are closing? Yep, like yeah, yeah. In that trailer, it was just Godzilla roaring at the people, right? <laughs> and then the movie's like, no, he's fighting the Muto. But, um... Yeah, so that's it. I was, I, was, I was led astray by their whole marketing campaign, which led me to think this is going to be what, I guess, effectively what Shin Godzilla went to be, where he's this badass Godzilla. And it, it, it wasn't that. And I think that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Well, you see, 2014 has had a bad habit of false advertising, even recently as well with the 4K release. Um, well, what happened with the 4K release? So if you don't know, basically to promote the 4K release, um, Legendary Pictures did a, a thing where they uh, showed images of stills of Godzilla to promote the uh, the 4K release. Yeah. And they're nice and colourful and you can see things. 
And uh, basically, they were uh, basically promoting it as if these were the new screenshots from the new 4K <gasps> release. Oh, no. <laughs> so when people bought it and they realized they didn't do shit. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. God, um, that's frustrating. Yeah, never impulse buy, folks. Just uh, <laughs> putting out there. <laughs> but, I mean, the film had some really... I don't want to say that the film was by all means like, like a bad film it's mm. just that i my initial reaction was this isn't what i was expecting and therefore i am disappointed but then you yeah. kind of watch it again knowing what it is and you're like well actually it's not now i know what to expect and there was some amazing the helo jump was just breathtaking and the fighting with the muto when you saw it was really good and some of the the shots there was the, the kids in the school bus in the kind of camera pan you could see it really showed the scale and it's just like they had so many great moments and brian cranston whilst he was in it was fantastic yeah. but you know once he left it's like oh we've got aaron aaron taylor johnson who's just gawping now and again now gareth edwards has said in interviews that when he cast brian cranston he didn't know about breaking bad he okay. how, how popular breaking bad was um <laughs> Well, if he didn't, then that's that's fine. I mean, so, you know, like uh, like people are. Like, I remember forums, you know, like going, "Oh yeah, Godzilla versus Walter White." Yes. <laughs> um, no, no, um, no, no. In fact, he doesn't even meet Godzilla in that film. <laughs> he doesn't, does he? <laughs> oh, oh, god. But, anyway, but yeah. Should... So, so anyway, to start off with, the film was really good. Then it had quite a few down moments, but a few a few peaks. And I think once I knew what to expect, I was fine. I wasn't that. A lot of people moan about, oh, he's barely in it, because I think he's he is literally in it for what, what minutes, probably of runtime. But that didn't bother me massively. I have to say. I think it's I think it's less to do with the fact that because well, Toho films Godzilla isn't in it a lot. If you no. watch a lot of Toho films, he's only in it for a few minutes. But I think the problem with 2014 is they kept cutting away. It was yes. Like, yeah. Yes. There's like, oh, here's here he is fighting the Muto, and now we're going to pan downwards to see what the soldiers are doing. I don't like, care what they're doing. Show me the battle. I think they were trying to do the Jaws thing, where basically you don't see the shark. But um, the thing with Jaws is that created tension, and uh, that was yeah. more a technical thing. It caused but, it, it created frustration for me personally. Yeah. You do, you're not a fan of Jaws? <laughs> no, I'm happy with Jaws. I like I like not seeing it. That's fine. There's a difference between teasing the re and then revealing. Between yeah. here's here's a big battle scene, but we're not actually going to show you the battle. Yeah, I mean it's like you're waiting for the shark to pop up in Jaws, like, uh, and then when it does shock pop up, there's a payoff. But yeah. you've already seen Godzilla at this point in the film. <laughs> you know, that's a, yes. There's there's no need. It doesn't. I mean, I. I don't know why it needs to be dark, but there's no need to hide hiding behind buildings or, or show what the humans are up to because we know the humans are... I know that's meant to be the main focus because they're in it more. I just Googled it. Godzilla's in for eight minutes in this, yeah. was it, two-hour-long film. So he's, be he's barely in it. I think the Mutos have more screen time. Like Mutos probably do, and I like the Mutos. It was something original and, and different, and I thought they were really cool. I'm, I'm happy with them. They're like a good Cloverfield monster design. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we got that whole kiss of death scene. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Right, I'll I'll tell you now. Uh, when those atomic breath scenes happened in the cinemas, that was basically the highlight of seeing those for the first time. Um, 
I was still disappointed when I saw it originally. But um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you keep in mind, you know, it's like I haven't seen Godzilla in a while, and it's like, uh, like because Final Wars came out, God knows how long ago before then, but two thousand and four. Uh, yeah, ten so, years before. And by that point, I'd grown out of Godzilla. So when this came on, it's like, uh, like uh, as as much flaws as twenty fourteen has, it got me back into Godzilla. Pretty much, you know, I will say that it's okay. re re sparked my love for the franchise. Um, but you know, again, I was still kind of disappointed by the the film in general. I mean, uh, nowadays. It's okay for a Godzilla film, but um... <laughs> so what? So I mean, because I said it was it was my disappointment in the they led me on with with a different tone, but after rewatching it, I was okay. What what put you off? Is it is Pretty it the much... acting, the story, the uh, the to uh, the tone being misled, misled about the tone, uh, the uh, bait and switch with uh, uh, Brian Cranston <laughs> to Aaron uh, uh, Taylor Johnson, you know. Um, who, uh, by the way, um, has um, he's a very interesting character. He's uh, he's a bomb disposal guy yeah. who is talking throughout the whole movie how he can dispose of bombs or deactivate bombs. He doesn't dis dispose <laughs> of the bomb. <laughs> he lets it blow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Plus, uh, I don't know, like, he just didn't have the charisma, I guess, and it just, uh, no, it just I, became... A, I agree with a, that. It became a typical Hollywood movie at that point. It's like, uh, I must rescue my wife and son, that sort of thing. You know, like, uh, it's in, like, every sort of, like, cheesy 90s, like, uh, action movie, think about it. But she, yeah, cheesy... now, you, now you mentioned, I do feel bad for um, Elizabeth Olsen, who didn't really get to do anything. No, she, she plays Nurse. That's practically our character yeah no, yeah um yeah but hey at least uh at least they were in the avengers so oh no they played brother and sister on that one oh dear <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, yep um yeah so the um i mean it's fine if you want a 90s movie plot i guess but at the same time this is a godzilla film you know um and yeah, you know, uh, i shouldn't expect a massive plot no but you know it's just like i don't know it's just the tone is just like it's like a yin and yang difference when you compare the uh the the style of the japanese films compared to american cinema i suppose but uh i, don't know. I think it's because i'm just so used to like the tone of like the japanese godzilla films that you know like it's kind of like a Completely different experience, I suppose, if that makes sense. Well, the problem is there's so many different... It depends what era you go for, because, you know, Final Wars compared to 1954 or Shin Godzilla or Godzilla vs. Megalon, they're so different. They've all got... They, they've they've been around for long enough, I think, that they've gone through all the different tones. Whereas mm. America, we've just had 98 and now the, the Monsterverse. So yeah. there's, there's room to have some more goofy Godzilla-ness. Mm -hmm. I look forward to see what Hollywood will do with that. Yeah. I especially love uh, Dr. Sarasawa's character in this film as well. He's uh, really good at standing and making speeches. <laughs> let them fight. Yeah. It's like, no, don't let them fight. Um, <laughs> stop them from fighting. Save the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. 
Right. Shall we check in with our listeners? Because actually, in case listeners didn't know, we did this as a poll um, on the Facebook group to say, hey, what, what film do you want us to discuss? And Godzilla 2014 won. You could so... have picked uh, Q the Winged Serpent, but no, we can't have nice <laughs> things. Um... So so thank you for everyone who voted and thank you for everyone who, who gave us um, feedback on, on the film. So we're going to go, we'll go have a read see what you think um dave lant has said good film most grounded of the series so far but i wish there was more cranston yeah i think that's and i absolutely agree we should have had more cranston yeah yeah and it was it was definitely more grounded than the sequels have been yeah definitely i mean i mean i like mecha godzilla but uh well that's it he doesn't fit like in the bus you know but no uh, I mean, in fact, I've even got Mechagodzilla on my desk when we're talking about it. Uh, God, so, yes, there he is. Love it. Uh, like, I like him, but at the same time, he doesn't fit. But um... No, no. not, not with, He wouldn't have fit in that film. The, the tone has got lighter and lighter, but I wish it started darker. That's true. Yeah. I wanted to see the radiation actually affecting the, the place. And but here we got Shin Godzilla. Death. Exactly, so. exactly. So I it all works out. Can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kaiju Hime has said the movie has lots of good scenes, but the plot stringing them together is a little weak. I still didn't still enjoyed it though. Fair enough. Yeah. Because but that's what I was saying. It, there are some really good bits in it. Yeah, there, there's there's lots of of high points. There's just unfortunately a lot like a of, of downtime. <laughs> that um, yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? But hey, um, let's see what else have we got. Um. Oh, Connor Baxter has said, I like the part where it's daylight and can see things. You know, uh, was it a dark it, film? I, I don't know. Well, you see, Connor, um, <laughs> if we ever meet, um, I owe you a pint for saying that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, um, it's almost like a Mandela effect because it's like people remember seeing it fine in cinemas. But for some reason, every single DVD release has just been terrible. You know, it's just too dark. So I don't know what happened if it was like... Well, so if do, you think, it's, do you think there's actually like a transfer issue then from when it was released at home? I think it might be, actually, because I do remember seeing stuff in the cinemas. I do remember seeing everything. It's just that I don't know, unless it's just my mind playing tricks with me, saying like, no, it's always been a dark <laughs> film. You're an, you're an idiot. But... Um, <laughs> because it's normally i found it worse in the cinema normally mm. like if i if i also watch it on well anything like even just hd or let alone 4k it's normally clearer at home than it is in the cinema can you imagine if they ever did a 3d version in cinemas and they had to wear those uh, horrible they did dark they did do a 3d version they did because they're a 3d in fact, i swear i've got it oh man look... if you couldn't see it before <laughs> Were those 3D glasses? <laughs> I swear I had it on 3D. But as you say, which makes it even darker. I'm, I'm trying to think if I saw it in 3D at the cinema now, which would explain why I would have found it very dark. Mm. Yeah, 3D was just, yeah, there is. Yeah, so Godzilla 3D, yeah, two Blu rays, one 3D, one standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely yeah. came out in 3D. Oh dear. So yeah, well, what's that? <laughs> An what? extra dark and blurry version of the film. 
Okay. okay. Oh, look at this. Simon Musk has said, love it. Watched it so many times. I have zero problems with it. There we go. Someone who absolutely loves it. Well, we can't all be right. <laughs> I'm pushing it today. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'd love to hear more actually now about, about what he found so good about it. Mm -hmm. But um, we've then got okay, um, Linus Fitness Center. Um, whoever uses their account has said dull, unfortunately. So they really didn't like it. Yeah. Well, actually, that's another thing about the transfer is the daylight scenes are quite dull, actually. Um, like, okay. it, it just reminds me of my hometown on a sunny day. Uh, good old Aberdeen was grey, dull buildings. And <laughs> yeah. Um, so could this technically be a British film? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I should have set it here. That would, I would have been, I probably would have enjoyed it more if it was set in England. A secret to Gorgo remake. That's what it is. Oh yeah, that's what it was this whole time. Yeah, we've been fooled. <laughs> um. uh, we've got Joe Dale who has said, I think they did a good job of building up the tension and showing the sheer size and power of Godzilla. Because I hate that every time he's shown on screen, they cut away when the action starts. It's so frustrating. We needed a much bigger monster fight payoff at the end. Also, killing off the best human character near the start was a mistake, as was making the hero who had one job to do totally failed to do that job. I've... So, Connor, I think this is exactly what you were saying. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, in the... In the defense, I think the design of Godzilla itself is very well done. I think it's one of the best redesigns of a, a character that's happened in a long time, I think, because it's just, it's modernized, but it's instantly recognizable who the character is. And I think, yeah. you know. Because he was I, mocked a bit. He was being bullied for his weight, wasn't he? Yeah. When he's first but, revealed. I think realistically, if you think about it, you know, it's like if a giant creature like that existed, yeah, it probably would uh, be a chunker. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, even like you know, like the additions of stuff like gills, you know, it's like, well, how does Godzilla move in the water? Of course, he's got gills on his neck. Yeah, you know, um, and he's got like big elephant feet as well. It's like, it uh, does, yeah, yeah, which. Uh, uh, unfortunately, they did change that design in King of the Monsters. Um, oh, they changed his feet? Yeah, they changed his feet to be bigger in King okay. of the Monsters to be more like the traditional Godzilla, I suppose. Um, they uh, they changed a few things, like the spines, the tail, and all that. But um, really, oh, they made his head smaller as well in that film. So um, just... Uh, constantly evolving. Yeah, constantly evolving. Uh, a waste of money because they could have just reused the model from the yeah, previous film. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, anyway, so I should probably stop slagging off the MonsterVerse. But um... yes, yes, stop. We, I'm enjoying the MonsterVerse. I want it to continue. <laughs> uh, this well, is so... this is the big budget Godzilla. This is the the scenes I dreamed of as a kid when watching men in rubber suits fight. Finally, mm -hmm. can see it. You know. Yeah. Not yeah so i want them to keep on making them um yeah. so we've got an um i was to say an essay but but brandon hickley smith has given a really good um thoughts here on his film so we've got some might disagree with me for saying but as a longtime g fan it's far more superior to america's first attempt in the late 90s now i don't i don't think there's been many people that disagree with you there <laughs> if i'm honest I think most people I'm prefer joking. 
<laughs> I think most people prefer 2014 to the 90s one, don't they? Um, Everyone I know does. Generally, yeah, that's usually the opinion, the opinion. But, but some, no, sorry, Brandon, some might disagree with you, but I think you're quite safe saying that. Yeah. Know, you're not going to get any any hate for that. That, that, um, being, that being said, 98, for what it is, is a pretty okay monster film, but it's not it's a just not a Godzilla film. Exactly, yeah. No. Anyways. Uh, anyway, so that's just his opening line. Um, to continue, for the most part, I really like the realism and serious tone of the first Monsterverse instalment. It made it less Hollywood and more unique, since I prefer cinema craftsmanship and dislike silly human, the silly humour that are um, not particularly funny and overacting characters that are obviously annoying. It's better when the pacing is a little bit slow to help build up, to help with build up and suspense. Plus, the cinematography was pitch perfect, with the camera nicely framed and barely any shaky scenes. The scale of the kaiju was spot on, as the slow moments not only make the monsters look big, but feel big too. Yeah, Mo I agree with that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all agreeing so far, yeah. Um, most of all, Godzilla's character was everything I always wanted my incarnation to be. An anti-hero who's ancient and, when provoked, becomes a force of nature. And the kiss of death he gave Femuto... Is it Femuto? Pronounced? The female uh, Muto uh, yeah. had one of the best kills. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, is is he an anti-hero though? Because um, the the trailer made him look out to be, but then at the end of the film, he is what is he? The savior. Yeah, it, the savior I think. Well, I think what it was is um, you expected like sort of the grim, dark, like sort of Godzilla from like the original film, but what he ended up with was basically the Showa era Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, from, a, that's from trailer to film. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, good old. Okay. Let's see what. Let's see what he didn't like. There are only a couple of complaints about the first film I had. One of them is the amount of cutaways from the kaiju's. Absolutely. Um, yep. Although I mentioned that I accept build-ups and the part where Godzilla makes his first appearance and letting out that awesome roar really did pay off. I was disappointed when we didn't entirely get to experience the airport battle, which again. Yeah, I think you see yeah. you see his foot and some bits, don't you? But they did keep cutting away. Um, so I would keep the cutaways to a minimum, especially when the battle begins. And despite not minding about Godzilla's 10-minute screen time, uh, since this installment is the intro of the MonsterVerse, I would add a little more scenes that involve Big G just to fulfill the audience's expectations. Pertaining to that issue, I would also have slightly less human drama and make the characters a little more expressive like Joe Brady, and to keep that said character alive for most part of the film. Finally, I would brighten up the night scenes a little since the online streams were quite dark. Overall, I loved the film. 2014 respected the spirit and legacy of the character and franchise, so I'm glad this incarnation is still continuing to this day. Four out of five. Thank you, Brandon. That's a very thorough um, review there, and I think we agree on most of your points to be fair it's um we would like to have a bit more expressive um characters because joe brody did not do it we need, um, more, we need more walter white yeah unfortunately yeah i mean what we've got uh joe brody we've got actually come to think about it, technically all the rest of the characters except from ford have a, a personality i've noticed you know yeah. of some sort you know, or some quirk, um, like um, like you've got the stereotypical general as well. You know, like um, it was like uh, he 
he's got that personality. You've got Ford, of course, uh, Joe, of course, who's uh, um, Brian Cranston. Yeah, uh, you got Serge Lauer being cool. Um, <laughs> um, he's very cool. Yeah. Um, but I just think maybe it's just the actors. Well, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they must have been, they were directed to do that. Yeah. You know, they, he, the Gareth Edwards must have said, I, I want you to be just shell shocked because there's a giant monster. And that's probably what they were going for to make it more realistic. And that's what he did. Maybe. But, but I prefer, I preferred the passion that Cranston had delivering those, like his amazing lines and trying to find out what's happened to his wife. Then, than, yeah, then Brody just like trying to, I don't know what he was, he was trying to deliver a bomb, wasn't he? And then disarm the bomb and doesn't disarm the bomb. Doesn't disarm it. Yeah. Failed your job. Yeah. Ugh, you had one job. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Um, Alison Ball. I liked it very much. I think it's well paced. I like the change of locations, especially the bit set in Japan. I like the cast. I think G is very charismatic and the reveal is a treat. One of my favorite parts is the bit of the monorail. And then the viaduct. Lovely booming sound effects. I totally love it. Hey, let's see. Another person who really loves the film. And just to yeah. say, I don't hate the film. I do I do enjoy the film. I just don't lo I love it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like it too. I just like making fun of it as well. Yeah, so, yeah. That's it. We, yeah. We, I just want to make sure that we're not... People don't think we're hating on the film because, you know, we had a good time and we're glad it was here because it's given birth to several sequels, which we've all enjoyed. Mostly the, the, the bit, bit about the monorail, that's um, which is fine, but him and the kid is, is trying to he gets the kids back to their parents, doesn't he? Yeah, I wasn't that impressed with that whole little bit of story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, the, the Mutos leave, leave, uh, laying eggs is pretty much a plot point taken from 98 as well, so you know, um. It is Godzilla that's they can do what they want, I suppose. You know, yeah. even if it's derivative of another Godzilla film, but um, yeah, well, I don't think I, I'm imagining a lot of the audience hadn't seen any of the original Godzilla films, mm. so they can pick and choose what they want to keep the hardcore happy, but also reuse ideas for, the, for people who have no idea about it. Mm. Yeah, um, that's true. Um, I do like the bridge scene. I like the uh, the bridge scene where Godzilla gets tangled up in the bridge. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. Just because it's daylight, you can see Godzilla. But um... <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the atomic breath scenes, like I said, are basically some of the selling points of that movie. I think because yeah, it's just like because cool. it's like when you're going into it, it's like, are they going to do it? Are they actually going to <laughs> after the, the last time? Breath? Yeah, yeah. But as soon as I'm not joking. As soon as you see his tail lighting up in the cinemas, there's a big fat grin on my face. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's good. That is very good. Because, yeah, before this, you said it would have been Final Wars, which was. <laughs> and I, re I think that's such a fun film, but it's uh, completely different to what this is. It's my favorite Millennium film. But. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a few more, few more um, comments. Um, M. M. Bryant has said, is that the one with the little boy wizard? Now, I can't remember any Godzilla film with a little boy wizard. <laughs> I think you might be on a different franchise there, M. Um, and if if there is a film with a little boy wizard that features giant monsters, 
please let us know because um, I'd love to see that. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets has a giant snake in it, so there you go. Not quite the same, but no, it's a big snake. It's a big <laughs> snake. Great. <laughs> Next, there'll be a giant scorpion. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Carl, Carl Connors has said Godzilla's design in this is quite possibly my favourite. The pacing reminds me of some of the classic Toho films where you don't really see Godzilla until the end, so I was fine with them setting up the Mutos, a monster which we knew nothing about, so it made sense to give them more screen time. Um, <laughs> human characters was meh, as usual, but overall a fun popcorn monster movie. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I, as I said, I don't mind that Godzilla wasn't in it that much, and I like that we had an original kaiju for the Mutos, Yep, give them screen time. Human characters, apart from Cap- Cranston's, got 23 minutes at the start. It, yeah, they were meh. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We- with you there, Carl. Um, and one last, we've got Warwick Gazard, who has said, it's a great start to the MonsterVerse. I like the nod to Toho. Great cinematography. It has some lighting issues. And the Mutos were a slight letdown, though. Also, someone not a fan of the Mutos. Yeah. Um, it was also a great nod that they also cut out a scene with Akira Takarada in it. But um, um, so there was going to be a scene at the airport um, where uh, they had actually filmed a scene with Akira Takarada doing a cameo. And unfortunately. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think I heard about that. Yeah, it got cut. It's not included in any of the deleted scenes. So. Um, Why and not? Then, I don't know. But from the 4K. Um, when the 4K came out, this was around the time the Justice League Snyder Cut was coming out. So oh, yeah. There was a joke going, release the, the Takarada Cut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a 10-second scene, wasn't it, or something? Oh, rest in peace, Takarada. But, um, oh, I'm surprised they didn't just throw that in. It would have been nice to, to be in the, um, yeah, to be an extra on a Blu-ray or something. Yeah. Which, there's only, like, one, like, screenshot of it, and that's it. You know, oh. as Imposing with Gareth Edwards, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a trying shame, unfortunately. You know, I would actually love to see more to uh, actors appear in MonsterVerse films, honestly. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, they don't need to be a main part, but just just a little cameo. Yeah, just I, like blinking, you'll miss it, sort of things. I guess I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, and I think it, it if they just even have like the American ones, like um, uh, was it Robert Scott Fielding, or the the one who was um, M11. In Godzilla mm. King Ghidorah, he's, a, he's an American actor. Why not have him? He could, he could just do something, even if it's just the, the stupidest thing. And he's yeah, he is just at the airport in a queue, and then yeah. gets one line, just just a little nod, something like that. I think it would be a lot of fun for us and for them. I don't know. Maybe he's like a jogger or something in the background. Yeah, you know, yes, and he's, and he's doing the. He uh... just jogs past the car like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, that'd be brilliant. And we had, um, I mean, we had uh, Linda Miller on from King Kong Escapes. Yeah. She was lovely. And I'm sure, she, you know, she had so much fun doing the Kong film. I'm sure she would just do a little cameo in one of the um, Kong films. Yeah. Yeah, we need to make this happen. Yeah. Um, we will boycott Legendary if they don't. But. Um... <laughs> Anyways, oh um, right. Anyway, um, I think I think we've um, made our points clear. Yes. And thank you, everyone who who voted and wrote in. We'll definitely do this again because this has been a lot of fun. So oh, yeah. I'll get a poll up 
for another episode in probably, I don't know, November, December time. But we'll do another poll, put some suggestions in. Maybe Q will win this time. Um, God, yes. I haven't seen the film, so this oh, will give me this will give me an excuse it. to watch it. You'll then... love it because uh, it was done on like a, a really shoestring budget. Like, uh, is it nineteen so twenties or is it? Q, Q came out like old, but Q, Q oh. came out in the seventies. Oh, so, um, oh, I thought it was like really old. Yeah, I think it was the seventies. Uh, it has Richard Roundtree and uh, David Carradine in it, and uh, the 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 best part about it is uh, David Carradine literally got the script as soon as he got off the plane to film it. So there was literally like uh, okay. Yeah, they were literally like on the move, basically. Just go. I think they filmed it in like two weeks, I think, if I'm That's not brilliant. mistaken. So, but no, it's a good film. I don't recommend watching Cute Things Serpent. Yeah. Um, but okay. anyways. Anyways, yeah. So, um, Connor, if nothing else. If nothing else, I recommend that you uh, watch this film, Godzilla, directed by Ashira Honda. And this is the Criterion <laughs> release. <laughs> oh, good. It includes both Godzilla and King of the Monsters on it. So, Ooh. yeah, so you get the choice of two Godzilla films. You can also watch Godzilla 2014, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Paul, if nothing else. Well, I guess I should say watch Godzilla 2014 then. And if possible, watch the 3D version and see how fuzzy and dark it is. Because I can't even remember. If I, I know I, I wanted it because I had like a 3D TV. It's like, must mm. buy 3D films. What's out? Godzilla. I don't know yeah. if I actually watched it. It was, it was that point where it's like, oh, there's 3D films, let's buy them, let's buy them, let's buy them. I've still got some sealed. But you've got the fancy steel book and that's all that matters. I've got, I, yeah, it is a nice steel book. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I'll, I'll give it that. I think I've got... Were they ever Godzilla films in 3D? I can't remember. Um, I know I've got Pacific Room in 3D and Godzilla yeah. 3D. I, I know at some point it just died and they don't really do 3D anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh... After Avatar, pretty much, it's just like, yeah. Um, Maybe, I wonder if Avatar 2 will be a resurgence of 3D again. I, I hope not, because um, uh, my eyes hurt the last time. <laughs> you know. Oh, dear. Um, uh, it was good fun. It was good fun. Um, if, and if you don't want to watch Godzilla 2014, then watch Tammy and the T-Rex and let me know what you thought. <laughs> uh, because it's clearly a cult classic and you just need to know what you're getting yourself in for. And we'll never stop talking about it. No we, no, we won't. No, we need to hear your thoughts. Um, we need to hear our, our listeners' thoughts. And, oh, right, that's, yeah, that is episode 105 done. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening and watching. And until next time, keep it kaiju. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Why not? It can be a short. Just do a short horror about that. But yeah. what is, so is is Blobfest all about the the blob? Yeah. So it's it's held in the town that they filmed the blob in, right? Oh, very cool. And uh, the show screenings of both uh, the blob, the original blob, and the eighties blob as well. Yeah. As like double bills usually. I think they show some of the blob as well, but I'm not sure. But at the end of the night, once they finished uh showing uh the blob they reenact the scene where everyone starts running out the cinema yeah brilliant yeah in the same cinema that they shot the blob in oh so. that no that's really clever yeah i hope no one gets hurt during the um running out of the cinema but that's a yeah we never get exciting things here we all. don't do we we need a gorgo fest or something we need some british monster festival let's do a kaiju con or something yeah, that would be an idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.